Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real-life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. Hi, this is Dave Shear, the host of Refuge Freedom Stories, and I'm here with Mary. Mary is going to share her story with us. This is very real. It's her real-life story, and it's from her own experiences and her faith and things that she's come to know and believe in. And I believe it could be something that helps you if you're listening today. Hi, Mary. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you. Good. Thank how you are for you? coming. I'm awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so so you're, you've been in Canada for about three years now? Three years, yes. And how did this all come about? Well, uh, I'm from Brazil, mm-hmm. uh, a city called Belo Horizonte, which is southeast of Brazil. I was raised as a Christian with a family Christian, family values. Mm-hmm. My parents used to take me to the church every Sunday mornings. And uh, my, my parents used to put me as much as they can in the Christian schools. Mm-hmm. But when I was a teenager, right? Yes. Uh, I used to see a lot of things at the church and learn and know a lot of things. And I did identify myself in the church. As a teenager, I need a group, right? Yeah. I need to be accepted and everything, but I was, I can say weirdo, because <laughs> I used to like more rock and roll, heavy metal, punk rock. Nice. So I identified on this group at the high school. Mm-hmm. And I being accepted, I have a lot of friends, and we used to hang in every weekend, and it was so having a lot of fun. But the thing is, I always have a void in my heart, and there's something missing, and I cannot even think what was that, right? And then uh, there is a day, um, my mom invited, specifically the day that my mom invited me for, to go at the church, and I was so afraid to go at the church. I stopped on the, uh, to go at the church around, uh, I would say 13 years old, I stopped to go into church yep. because I was afraid to get possessed by the demons. So you hadn't been there for a while. Yes. And yes. so you're, you know how to fear that. Yeah. And why would you fear that? What, was, what were you doing or participating in that would make you think you might have demons? Oh, it's because of my music. Yes. I used to sing a lot of Marilyn Manson and Antichrist <laughs> <laughs> lyrics. Yes. And I knew the, the lyrics because I used to translate everything from English to mm-hmm. Portuguese. And I, I realized, oh my goodness, I've been possessed. <laughs> I think I'm possessed by demons. If I go to church, <laughs> this is going to show up right away. Yeah. So I decided, okay, mom, I'm going to give a chance, but I'm going to sit right in the end back seats. I said, I don't want to, you know, be possessed in the front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit in the back row. Exactly. Yep. And I was there. On the end of the service, I was right in the front saying yes to Jesus. Wow. I don't know how that touched me. I could not stop to cry. Mm-hmm. I cry a lot. And then I, I realized I'm in the front saying yes to Jesus. And I feel this void fill it up by his love. Wow. And I said, oh, this is it. This is it. What am I going to do now, right? That's the mm-hmm. first question. And, you know, of course, you, you had no idea before you went that any of that was going to happen. Yes, Was there exactly. an altar call or yeah. uh, from, the, from the pulpit and then yeah. you went forward? Yes, oh, yes. Nice. I raised my hand. I came from my back seat and my mom went with me. I said, oh, Mom, can you come with me? Yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> she would have loved to, yeah. yeah. And then I went in the front and said, yes. 
And then, okay, how do I start? So, uh, as a teenager, I used to watch a lot of horror movies. Mm -hmm. And as you know, horror movies, they, they exalt demons a lot, and they're yeah. powerful, and nobody can beat the devil. And I built this on my mind somehow, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that the <laughs> devil is so powerful that I cannot beat him. It's pretty convincing the way they portray it. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's something that you cannot shoot, right? Mm -hmm. And then I said, uh, how I can beat the devil? I don't know. I started to have a lot of experiences with, with God. Mm -hmm. I've been, it's not possessed. I didn't, never been possessed by the demons before. But I feel uh, the devil attacking me, uh, mm -hmm. it's like suffocating me, uh, telling really terrible words, sounds, everything that you can imagine, even visions. I have even peace to have a prayers because mm -hmm. I saw a lot of demons around, right? Mm -hmm. And then I started to pray, God, I have to do something about it, right? This is cannot keep going on, right? Mm -hmm. It's so scary to me. I need, or God wants to show me something, right? And then God said, okay, I'm going to teach you. You're going to do all this experience, and I'm going to uh, teach you how to follow my voice mm -hmm. and to hear me and to be more confident on your faith. This is how I did. I've been fighting, casting demons away because he's not more powerful than my God. Amen. Right? And so that is starting to happen. And the demons starting to go back, backwards, 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 till he disappeared. He not disappeared completely mm -hmm. because they, they keep surrounding us, right? Yeah. Trying to see a little spot to get in. And that's through, like you say, that's through the power of the blood of Christ through the risen Savior. Yeah. And do you do it in that manner? Do you? How do you do it when you when you're fighting against the demons? Yeah. I the first name comes Jesus. Yes. And then I use the name of Jesus, and they go away right they away. Shrink up. Yep. Yeah. Just, like sometimes yeah. I don't know if you have like a nightmares, mm -hmm. and your voice does not come out, even mm -hmm. though you're trying to speak, and your voice you're yes. <laughs> you're trying to speak, it doesn't come out. It's Keep approaching, oh my goodness. That happens to a lot of people. A lot. To a lot of people. Yes. Well, even woken up in the middle of the night. Yes. And feel like they're in a dream, but they're actually awake and they can't speak and they are frozen. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. I've been frozen by the demons a lot mm -hmm. and I cannot say any word. And then I was building my spirit because it's actually a thing. I think, I cannot say properly, mm -hmm. but I think it's our spirit you're beating our confidence. Mm -hmm. Because I think when you say Jesus and it doesn't come out, I think you're still afraid. You yes. don't believe that Jesus is going to cast the demon away. I, that's what I think, right? Mm -hmm. In your flesh. If you In your flesh, yes, yes. And then, uh, yeah, and then I started to, I saw a horror movie. I'm not going to tell you guys because I don't encourage anybody to watch horror movies. Mm -hmm. This is a personal experience. Yes. I saw a teenager. She was possessed by demons, and there's nothing, not doctors, no science, nothing can do to fix her problem, to be, you know, possessed like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, because she was possessed, it was touching her flesh, right? Uh -huh. She was pregnant, blah, blah, blah. She had a lot of health problems, and she doesn't understand it. Mm -hmm. And then showing that there is a lot of demons inside of her, right? Yes. I don't know. I cannot explain how that happens. And then God's starting to show how many people are on the same situation as this, this, this teenager. Mm -hmm. I say, yes, I give you. And then God said, I give you. It's not your power. I give you my power to cast the demons Amen. away. Wow. Right? 
I say, oh, that makes sense. Huh? Mm -hmm. And I uh, cry a lot on a horror movie, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a romantic movie, I'm crying on the horror. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yes, and I realized, yes, it's true. There is a lot of people who's feeling suffocated, feeling uh, oppressed by mm -hmm. the demon's attack. And uh, there is, if God wants to use me, right? Mm -hmm. to cast all these demons, I can do it. Amen. I'm, I'm yes. available to do this, right? Yes. Well, um, I receive a prophecy from God. Yes. Uh, this is another experience from God that is about my marriage life, mm -hmm. that I would be married with a foreign guy. With a foreign guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And it scared me a lot. And I'm going to move to his country. And I said... So at that time you were... Yeah, in Brazil. In Brazil still. In Brazil. Still. Young lady. And you got a prophecy that you're going to marry yes. someone from a foreign land. Yes, yes. And wow. Yeah. And guess what? You freak out, right? Yep. Because you don't know what's going to happen, where you're going to go. You're going to be away from your family mm -hmm. and everything. I can't even think enough because by then I was living with my parents. Yes. And then I started to think, oh, freaking out. And at the time that I prayed, God asked me to put the date on. Uh-huh. And then, I, okay, I'll be, and then I write everything that I still have it. I think it's in Brazil with my mom's draw mm. or something. And I still have it. And then, okay, save this, okay? Mm -hmm. And I save, and then I forgot. Mm -hmm. And then there is a day God said, uh, go back to study English, because when I was a teenager, I used to translate all the songs, the bands that I like it. Yeah. To English, uh, to Portuguese, and yeah. trying to speak English, and then I stopped, right? Because mm -hmm. I do the nursing school thing. On 2005, I graduated. And 2005, then, you graduated yeah. nursing. Yes, and Law then as well. you, yeah. yeah, and then uh, 2015, I graduated in law school. It takes longer. Yes. Because on this gap, I was kind of feeling disappointed with the healthcare system in Brazil. Yes. It's really poor, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, I cannot keep going working like this with these conditions and see those people suffering. Mm -hmm. I have to do something else to help people, right? Yes. That's what I did at the law school because I want to help people somehow. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't believe that cop can help somebody. Right. They kind of oppress people. You know? Well, they, they, that's what they're there for, though, really. <laughs> yeah, yes. Mm -hmm. And I really want to help people. And, uh, and then uh, my mom, she was so freaking out because it's really dangerous to be a police officer in Brazil. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, it's really dangerous. My mom started to pray, and then I received, uh, received this prophecy from God, and she feels so much better. Yeah, when I come, did, yeah. <laughs> When I come back to study English, uh, God said, uh, he, okay, go back to study English, and then I started to think, how? <laughs> I, I don't have money to pay for, you know, teachers, uh, professionals, or mm -hmm. even do the English course in Brazil. It's really expensive. And plus, it would take me five years or so, just because of money grab thing. Mm -hmm. And then God, no, goes on the web, go on the website and uh, chat with the Christian thing. And then I went, and then I did a Google search and chat Christian, you know, I, do, I don't think I put U.S., I only put English. Mm -hmm. And then I started to talk to my brother-in-law. Ah. And then my brother-in-law at the time was living with my husband back then. Okay, so they're brothers. They yes. live together. Yeah. You're, you're in Brazil still. Yes, still. And you were online looking for something else, but then you, you found, was it a Christian site? Yes. Yeah, so, yes. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, there is a day I was talking to my brother-in-law on Skype. 
Yes. My mom saw my husband on the back of this video. Yes. And she thought, this guy is different. <laughs> this, that's funny. I say, oh my goodness, what's going on? And then my brother-in-law said, I think you would be better talking to my husband, oh, I mean, my brother, <laughs> yeah. because he's more Christian than me. Wow. So, Ooh, okay, I get this. <laughs> yeah. And then I started to building our uh, friendship with my, my husband. Judson. Yeah, it's Judson. Yes. And then we started to build a relationship consistently talking every day on Facebook, Skyping, and yes. everything. That's just how that happened. It's really scary. I, it's not because I don't want to encourage people to not meet people online. Mm -hmm. It's just because you have to be extra careful. Yes. It's like me, I had the promise and I have to, it's not testing God. I have to see if this is the right person, this yes. is the right situation, right? So I asked God a sign. I really want to see his background. So you wanted a sign from God, yeah? Yes, I need the sign for me personally. And then uh, I said, it's, it's going to be weird for me to ask him his police check and background and everything. Mm -hmm. And then I pray to God, I really want to see it, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to be feeling more comfortable, right? Well, yeah. And then the next day he showed me <laughs> his police check, it's so clear. So oh, Judson came up and showed you his police check. He did. And had you asked him for it? Yeah, no. No. I just so say thank you. So that's another miracle too. Yes. <laughs> well, that's a very important decision. So yes. yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And then God asked me to go back on my... Um, Remember when I told you that I write down the prophecy yes. and to put the date on? Mm -hmm. And I checked the date, it's exactly his birthday. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same date that I met him uh, in person for the very first time. Wow. That's the it. date you had written down yes. in the prophecy. Yes, exactly. Way back when. Way back Put when. away yeah. and she forgot about. <laughs> then you meet him and then you get to know him and he brings you his police check and then yeah. you guys... You know, you're asking for different signs and God's giving them to you yes, left and right, eh? Exactly. And, uh, wow, yes. and it turns out that the date you wrote down was his birthday. Exactly. And the same day you met him? That's yeah, unreal. Exactly. It's this, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. I have no doubt about God, you know, about he, what he can do and he can be in my life. Yes. And then I moved to, to Canada, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a different culture. And mm. I have to do all my adaptation here. It's it's totally different. It's not a hundred percent different. We have yeah. a lot of things in common, but the church, the way the pastor preach, the way the worship is, it's yes. a little different than Brazil. For yes. example, when I got here, I used to hug people in Brazil. Yeah. We used to hug, kiss people. It's normal for mm. us, right? Well, of course, with respect. This is respect. Yes. And then I hug a, a Canadian here, and she stands still like, what are you doing? And I say, I don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> because I really didn't know at the yeah. time. I said, I, you cannot hug people here, you're just shaking hands. <laughs> mm, okay, I'm so sorry for that. So the small little things, yeah. you know what I mean? I have to learn. So I, I had a job here in Canada for about two years mm -hmm. or less than two years or something. Yeah. It was bad and good at the same time because I need to adapt my, myself mm -hmm. here. 
adopted on new, I'm married, I've never been married before, right? Mm -hmm. I'm away from my family. So it was a really good start, wow. right? I was even afraid to catch a bus and be missed, even though because I didn't have a cell phone, if I get mm -hmm. missed, I don't know which direction <laughs> to go. <laughs> yep. I feel so insecure. So that was a good thing, but the only thing, because I used to study all the time and keep me, myself busy, so much busy, and it's kind of, okay, just relax now. It's a new situation, <laughs> it's a new life, right? Yes. It was good, it's good, and now uh, it's like I step back and three steps forward, right? Yes. That's and what I used to Judson, say. you and Judson are great people and you're yeah. both christians yes and yes. spirit-filled and operating in that realm yes and both musicians learning yes. and yes. practicing very exciting i, I yeah. great to know you guys yeah yeah and can i leave a message for those people who doesn't believe a god or have a struggle to believe because sometimes you you feel people like i want to believe in god but i can't mm -hmm. i don't have i don't experience right mm -hmm. uh thank god as a wind the wind you cannot see you, you just feel, you know that you, the wind is in everywhere, like the air is in everywhere. But you cannot see it, right? It's, it's the same as God. God, you cannot see him, but you can feel him. You cannot live without God. I can't live without God, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same as the air in my lungs. I need the air. We need the air. It's something that you really need for a life. Yes. You cannot see it, right? It's the same as, as God. You cannot see him, but I can feel him. Mm -hmm. I can feel him inside of me, right? Yes. So if you have a trouble to believe in God, just look at that, the building. Look at the sky. The buildings never reach the sky. Never. Right. There's no construction that reach the sky. And see, who built the sky? Who did this, mm -hmm. right? Who's the architect of this world, mm -hmm. right? It must be somebody. Look at the trees. Look at the grass. You cannot make a grass exactly the same as the natural ones, mm -hmm. right? Just look at all around you. Sometimes your eyes only see destruction. My family is broken. You no, know, I have nobody to trust in. And you have one God that you can trust in. You cannot see it, but you can trust his everything. It's like an air. If you, you have a lack of air in your lungs, definitely going to die, mm -hmm. right? If you, if you see God, you see on your spiritual eyes, you see in your heart, right? Yes. You're going to feel him. If you pursue God, he's going to come after you. He's waiting for you. Yes. Right? My favorite verse in the Bible, it is Matthew 28, verse 20. Mm -hmm. It said, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Wow. When you think this is forever, it has no end. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you think that it's, oh, this is a long time and ends now. It's just started. Can you read it again for me, Mary? Sure, sure, right now. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is beautiful. Wow, and that's Matthew? Matthew 28, 20. Awesome. That's a beautiful world. That's his promise to us. He always with us. Don't feel alone. Don't feel that you can see all destructions around you. Don't feel that it's over. It's just the beginning. You're mm -hmm. journey with God. Yeah. And he's, he's not left us alone. He's not abandoned us. No. His promises, as you say, is to be with us at the end of the age and 
Um, I mean, so many people feel alone, like you were yes, saying, yes. have no one to talk to, have bad things happening in their life. There's so many reasons today, especially with COVID and yeah. all the things that are going on, um, the economy and what have you in Canada and other countries. Mm -hmm. um, this this is going out across the globe. So if you're listening mm -hmm. today and you you feel hopeless, there is hope. Yes. And, uh, and you are not alone. Yes. As Mary said. There are, um, there is a God who loves you and is with you and offers you life abundantly. He offers you life and new life. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, my final message mm. is, like Pastor Ozzy Osbourne, God bless you all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for coming and being with us today. Um, I really believe that your message, Mary, is going to reach somebody today. And this isn't about winning numbers. This isn't about a radio show. It's not about um, sensationalization. Or we've talked about a lot of things. You no, know, today you've mentioned a lot of things. Yes. And people have maybe never heard of some of the stuff before, and they're wondering, "Wow, mm -hmm. what is this all about?" Well, um, I look into it. Go to a local church. Go get a hold of a Bible and ask God. Yes. To make Himself real to you. Because he's waiting for you. Yeah, amen. And that was, how do you say your last name, Mary? Uh, your full name? My full Marilia Rocha. Marilia Rocha. Yeah. Uh, better known as Mary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting and appreciate it. And it's a ple pleasure always to talk about God, Jesus, and my personal life. We're going to have some music. Mary is a, an aspiring drummer. And uh, yeah. and her husband Judson plays guitar and drums, yeah. and sings, and they both are very musically gifted. Um, so uh, we're going to have a little bit of music playing um, following the interview um, that features both of them, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, thank you, Mary. <laughs> You're welcome. you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. Hi, this is Dave Shear, the host of Refuge Freedom Stories, asking you to save the date and join us 
Friday, September 18th at 7 p.m. for a great night of Christian music with legendary Texas hippie soul man Danny Brooks and his beautiful wife, Little Miss Deb. This memorable concert can be viewed virtually on YouTube or via the Refuge Ministries Canada webpage at www.refugeministriescanada.com. Your donations toward this event make it possible for all to watch and be blessed. Please consider supporting this event through one of the many options on our webpage. All proceeds support the Youth Prison Ministries of Refuge Ministries Canada and also support the Refuge Freedom Stories radio show and podcast. For more information, call 1-833-586-0523.